Welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast. Back for the first time, that seems like in forever, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, I'm yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, here with my co-host Brayden. Brayden, what's going on? Yeah, it feels like it's been forever because it has. It's been August, September, October, November, December. Almost, almost five months. We've gotten through up. an entire regular season of football without doing one of these. Yep, and now we get to. I mean, we ended, so we get to ended eight and nine and three, nine and three, nine and three. Till they ended. Yep. Now they have to go to a bowl game, which looks like it'll be the Citrus Bowl again, which I have again no problem with because I perfectly fine with that the Citrus Bowl. But no, we've been we've been gone for a while. We're back. I think one of my last uh, podcast I posted, I said something about season two. So I don't know. This could be the restart of season two. Oh, but we're back. I season two and a half. Yeah, we can just do that. Season two point Yeah, two point one. Yeah. But uh, no, we've. If anybody's wondering, I'm in college now at the University of the Cumberlands in Williamsburg, Kentucky. Little, little small college playing lacrosse. So I've been. That's been keeping me busy recently. But I'm always drawn back to what I love. Yeah. Podcasting. Yes, sir. And and. Not that anyone cares, but I'm still here too. I'm still here too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, like I have moved away, but I'm still here. Still in Kentucky. Yes, sir. Um, Braden recently moved to Harrodsburg, which I only re- only was told a few minutes ago, which I had no idea about. Well, you know, I only put out my put out my uh, news for a lot of people. I mean, I people only found out because like. Because I was supposed to start working at Canes, and yeah. uh, and it was funny because I went to orientation on a Wednesday, and then I was living in Harrodsburg on that Friday. So like it just happened <laughs> in a snap. Like like it was so quick, yeah. and like I mean I kind of knew it was coming. Uh, it happened right after Labor Day weekend, but uh, uh, but it just kind of happened suddenly and. Now here I am, and things are finally settling back down for the both of us a little bit. So we're back. Wait, we are back. Hopefully, getting some interviews here in the future, some good ones. Still looking to interview just really anybody just to talk to. But um, yeah, we are back. We have a we don't have a lot to talk about. But we have good stuff to talk about. Even though there's been a lot going on, Kentucky today is Wednesday. Kentucky just recently beat Central Michigan on Monday. And a total butt whooping. It was um I'm excited. Like this team, every time I look at uh Ty Ty Washington, I'm reminded of BJ Boston. Just because they kind of look similar and they have they wear the number three. And I hate I don't hate BJ Boston, but he was such like a a brick, you would call him. That it it's I'm just or it just kinda he wasn't what he was supposed to be. Yeah. So it's always, it's always, I'm always scared. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you got to pick a few. I mean, he, he, I mean, BJ didn't pan out, but I think Ty Ty has already shown that he's not BJ Boston. Uh, I mean, I mean, no. I know that first game against Duke, he struggled, but I mean, you know, it was Duke and it was his first game under the lights. And I, but I think since that game, he's really improved a lot. Um, and I think, I think right now, Oscar's our best player, but by the end of the year, Ty Ty Washington will be will be the reason why Kentucky goes far in the tournament. I think 
I think him, Severe Wheeler, if Kellen Grady could find his jumper, which I'm positive he will be able to. I mean, I I see this team easily Final Four team. Not easily, but in there. Yeah, and I mean, Uh, the thing in college basketball this year is, I mean, you just saw it last night. Duke falls to Ohio State. Uh, Gonzaga falls to Duke. UCLA gets killed by Gonzaga. I mean, to me, there's not – and I think this was the same last year, there's not an elite team in college basketball. So it's just a wide open field again. And I think Kentucky's in that, you know, that league of six to eight teams or maybe even more than that who are going to have an opportunity at the end of the season to win it all. Did that make you nervous when you saw Ohio State beat Duke? Uh, No, not we, really. Because we play Ohio State in a few weeks? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I saw Ohio State beat Duke, but I also saw Ohio State lose to – somebody who it's slipping my mind but they should have not lost to that oh i remember the first night of the season they had to beat akron on a buzzer beater so i mean ohio state's a very up and down team uh so i mean i'm worried about them but i mean i think they're very much beatable we play ohio state december 18th so in 17 days we play ohio state i'm not nervous but that three-game stretch, actually that two-game stretch, the Notre Dame-Ohio State, Louisville was a concern. Now we've seen Louisville stinks. <laughs> well, um, well, who did Louisville lose to? Uh, they, they lost, lost to Furman. Furman, yep. Um, let's see. Furman by eight. But they've won everybody else. But they played Mississippi State and kind of blew them out. And so, they're currently losing to Michigan State by 13. Uh, with, I just saw that. Uh, with about – three minutes to go so they've lost that but i mean michigan state's a good team so that's not a bad loss um talking back on the team talk about oscar do you think there's a game possibly that he won't have 10 rebounds because he there was the game i think it was against ohio where he had two early fouls and he had to sit out he basically sat out the entire first quarter the first half and he didn't have a single rebound. And then he came back, and he had 10. Let me look at these stats real quick. I'm pretty sure he had 10, 10 rebounds. Let's look. Oscar Shibay, 10 rebounds. And that was just in a half. Do you think there's – do you think he gets anything under 10 rebounds? Because his rebounding is incredible. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's probably bound to happen at some point, especially once we start playing. Off game, some, off day. Yeah, and I mean, especially when we start playing some bigger teams. You know, right now we're playing – you know, southeast, west side state. But, um, but I mean, there will be a game where, you know, he gets in early foul trouble like he did in the Duke game and the Ohio game, and then he'll probably get in more foul trouble in the second half and he'll just get – I mean, I don't think he'll have a game under five rebounds, but I think he'll have a game under ten at some point. See, I was seeing the same thing. I was like, oh, maybe when their big games come up, he won't do it. But he had 20 rebounds against Duke. I know. That was crazy. So. <laughs> that was crazy. Gosh. I think looking back on that Duke game, if they would have played Damian Collins a little more and a little less of – I don't even know who they ran at the four. I guess Keon Brooks. Yeah. Uh, if they if they put Damian Collins in the starting lineup, I, I think they could have won. Because he's good. Damian Collins is good. That game feels like – forever ago already uh but uh, from what i remember in that game uh i feel like if we had played less tie tie because you could tell he was not ready for that oh yeah i mean we oh, yeah. had mints in there more or, and then of course i think that game oscar 
was in foul trouble, shocker, in the first half. So I feel like <laughs> if he didn't get in foul trouble and if we played a little less tie-tie, then we maybe could have won that game. But I, that was a weird game. Duke led the whole way, but it was close the whole way. So it was kind of like yeah. Duke – I wouldn't say they dominated us, but they but they were always – you know, punching back whenever we'd punch. And then you know, we can – I think we took, a, like, a lead, like, maybe, like, midway through the second half for, like, a minute, and then we gave it right back to them, and after that it was done. But, I mean, you know, I mean, but, you know, like, it's just one game. And Duke, even after last night's loss, they proved they're one of the best teams in the country. So, I don't think it's, a, you know, a loss to be upset about. No, not at all. I, I honestly think – I, I like when they lose those games. As weird as it seems, but I like when they lose because I feel like losing that game makes it where you don't lose like two games in the future. So you learn you learn from the losses more than the wins. And I feel like losing that game was actually prob- probably in the long run will help us, but we'll just have to see. And I think Kentucky can make a pretty deep run this year. Yeah, and it'll make that revenge game in the tournament so much sweeter whenever we beat them. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it will. That'll be fun. Currently, for anybody who's wondering, I'm sitting in my car. I don't know how the audio is, but as I'm just doing this, I'm kind of people watching. It's a small campus, so I can. a lot of people are walking around my car. I see some people over there right now. There's one cop. One, I think there's one or two cops on campus. One that is always on campus. And he's just kind of just circling my car right now. So if in the middle, we got to go talk to a cop, I mean, that'll be pretty good radio. Uh I mean, or not radio, not radio, podcasting. Maybe he'll, but maybe he'll come on with you. Maybe I'll ask him to say something. Hopefully not. I don't think he's coming over here, but there's always a chance. But back to, I have a, I have a driving story. Okay. You want to hear the driving story? I'd love to. It was about maybe a little over a month ago. I'm driving back from home and I'm driving home. And the GPS gave me a weird route to go home. It was really weird. It had, instead of usually taking the highway like I always do, it had me get off and then take a little back road. So I took this little back road. I got off. And all of a sudden, my car kind of kind of jerks, kind of just like kind of stops. And I'm like, what the heck? That's weird. So I pull over. I turn off my car. And I turn back on. And everything seems fine. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm fine. And there was like a, a button, and it, like a, a light came on. It said O slash D. And I was like, what the, what does that mean? I was like, okay. So I called my dad and he goes, I don't know what that means, but just try to make it back to campus. So it, I'm probably 20 minutes away and I'm on this back road and I'm realizing I'm, I'm losing service. Like I have no service and I'm driving and I'm basically willing my car to shift at this point. Like it, it won't shift. Ooh. Yeah, so I get to a point. There's there were spots down the back road where I couldn't even like if I needed to pull over, I really couldn't. So I got to a spot where it started to get to a place. Then I was able to pull over, and the car just basically just shut off. Like it it, it wasn't going to go any farther. And I was like, well, what do I do now? All I knew is the GPS said in front of me if I go nine more miles, that's where campus is. And I'm just kind of looking in my car. It's not really cold. It's raining and it's dark. It's probably 10 o'clock at night. And I'm nine miles away from campus. So I'm like, well, what do I do? So I'm like, I could walk. I'm going to walk and try to find service somehow and have somebody come pick me up or um, or figure something out. So I grabbed like my water bottle, filled it with water, 
grabbed like a screwdriver because I had no knife or nothing it in my car. It sounds like a horror movie or like a survival was, show. I was like, I'm pretty content if I die right now. Like this is, if this is how I go out, this is how I go out. And it was scary. <laughs> and it's like, and you you know, like Southern Kentucky. Oh yeah. You know what I'm getting my, you know what I'm getting myself into. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, so I'm walking. I probably walk a mile, maybe a little farther, and I see like a house. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, do I risk it? Do I go to this house, risk him, ask him for their phone? No, like I was contemplating it. And in their driveway, I saw they had this really. It wasn't a nice car, but it was a pretty nice Buick. It wasn't like too nice, but it was like nice enough where I'm like, okay, I think it's okay if I not trustworthy. Yeah, relatively. Yeah. So I started to walk up and they saw me before I even got to the door and they're like, what's up? And I'm like, well, my car just broke down like a mile back. I just need to f- use your phone so I can call someone to come pick me up. So I used their phone and some of my friends weren't answering, you know, because I mean, it's a it's a bad number. Yeah. So I'm like, crap. So, so then I call one of my other friends and I tell him where I am. He comes, picks me up and he drives me back. I'm talking to my mom. She goes, well, you you got to call AAA. You got to have your car towed. Like, you can't leave it there overnight. You need to get this done tonight. So I go back to my dorm, get my AAA card. He drives me. We call AAA. We drive back to my car, wait for the tow truck. They tow my car, get to the tow truck, get to the – they tow it to the shop. Next day, they call my dad, and they're like, yeah, he blew his, he blew his transmission oh. in his car. I'm like, well, sweet. So they tow it home. And luckily that time it was like about to be fall break. So all my friends were going home. So all my, all, a lot of my friends here, very good amount, uh, live in Ohio, like Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland. Oh, okay. So Georgetown was on the way. So it was literally like, it was them making a stop to go to the gas station for them to get to my house. Cause like, I'm literally right off I-75, Yeah. like right off of it. You've been to my house. Like, you know, it's, yeah. there's yeah. camping world. There's that exit. There's my house. Bad cats. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So it wasn't, there was no problem. And then eventually, like three weeks later, it took him to rebuild new transmission and put it in my car. And now I'm sitting in her or him. <laughs> I have a name for him. Do you want to know, you know the name of my car? Yeah. I don't know if people really name their cars. I don't know if this oh, is yeah, something so my car has really. a name too. What's your, what's, what's your car's name? Um, my car's name is Angie. Um, Angie. Yeah, a girl. Yeah. What? what well, okay. yeah, I mean, most cars are girls, or uh, that's just yes. what I've heard. But uh, uh, I, I, ironically enough, my boss's name is Angie. So, so everyone <laughs> thinks it's named after my boss, but it's not. Like it's named after uh, my ex neighbor who I bought the car for. Well, I didn't buy it, but uh, my ex stepdad who bought the car for three hundred dollars. Um. And and like she runs like a dream, so I'm not complaining. But yeah, so that's where that name came from. That makes sense. Well, mine's Demetrius. It's a weirder name. Demetrius. Demetrius, kind of a, a big guy name. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why I named it that. I think me and my brother were kind of joking. We named it that one day. But yeah, so that's what happened to my car. It was kind of a man. It was a wild night. I was, I was like, man, I don't even know what to do. I was really, con- I was like, should I just sleep in my car? Should I wait for somebody to maybe pull over? And I was like, ah, I'll just walk. And like, while I'm walking, this is like, it's not a busy road, but it's like a road. So there were cars coming yeah. and I was like in the, di- I was like in the ditch. Cause I was like, I don't want anybody to like stop and like try to kidnap me. 
Yeah, well, so it was like I, in I the ditch. Asked, like, did anybody see you like as you were walking? I don't know if they saw me. I don't think they saw me. I don't think anybody really saw me. But I was in the ditch, hoodie on, just trying not to be seen, and then eventually I found this house. That was a probably probably one of the worst nights of my life. It was a really arguably. big risk to go up to that house. I probably wouldn't have done it, but like it worked out for you. I was like, I could stop here, go up to this house, or I can walk another eight miles. And I was like, mm. it's worth the risk. Eventually, so here's the funny thing is he when I was talking to him, I was like, I have no service. He goes, that's weird. Well, there's an AT&T tower that was literally just built right behind my house. I'm like, what the heck? So now when I drive through there again, I don't have service a lot, but I do have service for a, a bit. So I don't know what happened that one time that was so crazy that um I just had no service, and it was crazy. But so, that was a driving story. Did you have any, like, like, while you're waiting for your friend, did you, like, talk to the people at all? Or, like, was it awkward? They talked. No, it wasn't. They brought me, like, they are like, do you need anything to drink? I'm like, just a water or something. So they brought me stuff. Just, I was kind of just, I didn't go in their house. Just kind of sat on their porch. Right. And it was a nice house, but I was like, they didn't really talk too much. They're like, what happened? I told them, and then it's kind of left me alone. I was only probably there for about 25, 30 minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't bad then. No, but it was it was scary. But they were really nice, and the guy, the guy was very superstitious of what I was doing because I was like, um, he's like, none of my people are answering. Can I use your Can I use your Wi Fi? And then I can call him for my phone. He goes, I'm not giving you my Wi Fi password. And I'm like, well, that's fair, but come on, like I'm not I'm not here to hack your Wait, hack your house. Hack your well, hack his Wi Fi and like take his credit card number or something. So, something. I was like, okay, Steal whatever, fine. Perfectly fine with me, whatever. But no, that was it. Was it was a crazy, crazy? That was a crazy night. One that I hope I never have to go through again. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, leading off of that, I have another story. Okay. As these as these come to me during the week, I write them down. And I'm like, these are some good stories to tell on the podcast. And this was one that happened. I was probably 12. Oh, so maybe okay. about this six, was a while ago. Six, seven. Oh, yeah. This was a long time ago. Uh, I was about 12, and I had – I was playing on my Xbox. So, let's see. That was probably fifth grade, sixth grade. So, around fifth or sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. I was playing on the Xbox, and I was playing 2K. And I used to download a bunch of rosters, like my own. And like, oh, yeah. Eventually, I downloaded so many for, for NBA 2K that I just had no storage. I was playing a bunch of games – just you know having fun and i was like well what do i do so i knew my parents had this big old hard drive a huge hard drive and i was like well and i wanted to download a new game i can't remember what it was i wanted to download it so i was like well if i just plug it in it'll be fine so i plugged it in downloaded it no problems and i was using it for a little bit and then one day my dad like came up to me he goes what were you using this hard drive for and i'm like i was just downloading a game on the xbox Little did I know, the game didn't download, like, onto the hard drive. It downloaded over the hard drive. So, it downloaded over all these pictures, oh, no. every everything, all this stuff. So, I don't know how many pictures I went over, but it was probably thousands of pictures I deleted from doing this one morning. So, uh, they bought it to Best Buy, and they're like... Can you can you help recover some of these photos? And they're like, well, it'll probably cost about a thousand dollars, and there's not even, and it's not it, 
and it's not positive that you can guarantee that you can get them back. Yeah, so they're so like, how "Well, how much trouble did you get in?" I don't remember, but I was, I was, I was in a lot, but I don't remember like ever being like nothing too seriously yeah, bad. Yeah. But I was, they were not happy at all, which I mean is understandable. Yeah, uh, uh, but were they wedding pictures or just like pictures from the past? They were just childhood pictures, just a bunch of pictures that they put on this hard drive. Yeah, from vacations, stuff like that. So, no, it wasn't my best day uh, at all. They were pretty furious, but, I mean, I got the game, so. <laughs> that's all that matters, right? Can't really, can't really ask for more. That's all that matters. More. I mean, you know. I'm trying to figure out what game I downloaded, but I downloaded a game. Oh, well. But, yeah, that was that story. Now let's talk about more current day events more um as of right now football just recently lincoln riley signed do you know the the numbers of how big his contract were i'm wanting to say like 10 million a year that sounds right so 10 million a year usc to a lot of people this is like oh this is restoring usc's like program whatever and i feel like i'm too young to really know what usc had you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I knew they had, I knew they had Reggie Reggie Bush at one point. You know, people like that. But I really never knew the the crazy elite USC as other people know it. So to me, this is just kind of like, oh, good for him. But I know, like looking into it, this is a lot deeper. Like you get all those California commits. Link. First of all, I love Lincoln Riley, and what this tells me about him is he was scared to go to the SEC, which is fine. I mean, you're it's fine. Understandable. Be scared. It's- you know, Be scared. I mean, it's, not for it's everybody. understandable. I mean, he, he probably looked down and saw. Uh, well, he's probably talking to Bob Stoops, and Bob knows Mark, and he's like, Mark was probably like, "Listen, man, like we're about to take over." So, yeah, just just get ready, just leave. I'll just leave now. <laughs> well, like we're just getting started, bro. Yeah, just getting started. Uh, but that's um. So then, then he just USC got. I would say probably one of the top three or four coaches in the entire nation. Would you put him there? Uh, let's see. Uh, I would put Saban. Saban would be one. Uh, then after that, um, like I don't want to use recency bias, but Kirby Smart, I mean, he's got to be up there. Um, and then Lincoln. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'd say. Well, Dabo is probably two. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo, yeah. Uh, and then after, I mean, to me, after Saban and Dabo, it's uh, you know, it's a. A drop who? off. I mean, you know, to me, you can you could put Lincoln Riley there. You could put, I mean, you, if you really wanted to, you could put LSU's new hire Brian Kelly there. You could put, um, mm. you know, I, I mean, to me, there's not a lot of like, like iconic coaches in college football right now, like other than Saban and Dabo in the future, uh, and you know, let then Ryan. Let me, let me look up what Google. Let me look up what Google has it as best. College football coaches. I mean, Ryan Day is probably in there. Uh, I, I mean, like after this, Jimbo season, Fisher. See, I I haven't been impressed. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Harbaugh to this season, I think he deserves some credit. But as far as Jimbo goes, I haven't been that impressed with. I mean, I mean, when he left Florida State, they were on a downhill slide, and to me, he mm-hmm. hasn't really. I mean, 
A and M's been solid. I'm not saying I mean they they got a good win over Alabama this year, but I mean they went eight and four. You know, I mean they lost to Mississippi State, LSU, uh, Arkansas, uh, and uh, isn't they went eight and four? Who's the other team? Uh, Ole no, no one Ole for who uh, for A and M. It was Arkansas, LSU, um, um, Mississippi State, and then somebody else. But, I mean, but I haven't been that impressed with Jimbo since he got to A&M. I mean, outside of that stretch he had at Florida State for a little bit, whenever Stoops was there. Um, I mean, has he been – I mean, he gets the top recruits out of Texas, and and yet they still aren't – I mean, I get it, you have Alabama and you're – league which makes things more difficult but they were like third or fourth in the sec west this year and they were supposed to be higher than that so i'm in an impressive jimbo but that's beside the point um yeah i i I found a good list okay let's hear it so we were right for one and two nick and dabo number three we also got right with kirby smart kirby and then they put lincoln riley and then dan mullen how about that how how long ago is this list made? Because Dan Mullen's not on that list anymore. <laughs> There's no um, way he's on that list anymore. Let's see. I go to the top. Oh wow. Well, I don't know. Oh, July seventh. Well, I it's crazy. This is coming into this year. It's crazy how much can change in one season. I mean, Dan. Mullen- uh, maybe this is bad because they put Kansas as head coach up there. Less miles. Mm. Well, I mean, Les Miles isn't the head coach there anymore, but I well, think he still might have been. Lance Leopold. They put him hmm. – what? They put him where? They put him at well, – it was like six. What? Let me go down to this next one. This next one has – oh, here we go. Oh, Mark Stoops was there. Okay. Uh. Okay, so number one, they had Nick Saban. That's just a uh, – you I can't mean, give I mean, it to anybody. One, else. yeah. Saban is a lock. Then Dabo, and then they gave it to Lincoln Riley. Third, yeah, I, his record's forty. I mean, to forty-five third, and eight. I mean, you can go back and forth between really three guys. You can go Ryan Day, uh, Lincoln Riley, or um, or no, there's someone else. They have they have so for three they have Lincoln Riley. For four they have Brian Kelly. Brian for Kelly. five they have Jimbo, and then for six they have Ryan Day. I'd have Ryan Day higher then, than. Uh, than Jimbo and Kelly. For people who don't know, Ryan Day is the Ohio State coach, and then Brian Kelly's the Notre Dame coach. Yeah. Well, Brian Kelly's LSU coach now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kirby Smart seven, Mullen eight, Gosh. Iowa State coach nine, Matt and Campbell then North Carolina overrated. coach ten. That's just me. I think so. I don't think Iowa State's really all that. Yeah. But uh, as far as Lincoln Riley goes. That I mean to me that like that really came out of left field. I mean to me it was either he was staying at Oklahoma or he was going to LSU. I mean it never even crossed my mind that USC was even on his list. Um, I mean I mean to me it makes sense for him to go there because a he gets out of the SEC, which Oklahoma's already struggled against SEC teams, you know anyway, and then um, and then he gets to go to California where he's been recruiting all of his players anyway. So it, it just makes it ten times easier, especially in the Pac-12, where he only really has to worry about Oregon and occasionally Washington. And I mean, so to me, he's going to dominate that conference. He's he's going to dominate the state of California, 
and I think USC will be in the playoff within the next two, three years. Really? Yeah. I mean, especially with the transfer portal and all that stuff now, you can go get experienced guys in a second, you know. So, and, you know, he's he's really good at developing quarterbacks, although this year was a little iffy on that. But, um, and, you know, he brings in talent, and I think he'll bring in even more talent at USC. So, I'll say within and this, but and then of course they're in a weak conference too. So I think within the next two to three years, USC will be in the playoff. They have Mark Stoops at twenty three. That's a little low. I mean, you think so? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd have to like think about it longer to like come up with like a, a like a good list. But I mean, to me, I, I mean. What he's done at Kentucky, how many other guys would do – the way I look at it in terms of ranking Stoops is how many guys other than Stoops could do what he's done at Kentucky. Saban, Dabo, uh, probably Ryan Day. Well, I don't know about Ryan Day because he kind of got, you know, he kind of got handed the keys to the Bugatti whenever Urban Meyer left. Yeah. You know? And same true. with Lincoln Riley. I mean, Lincoln Riley got handed a, with Bob Stoops. whatever Bob Stoops left. So, really, outside of Saban and Dabo, I mean, could anyone in college – People forget about Kyle Shanahan. Huh? People forget about Kyle Shanahan when he was in – when he was at college. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about him too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> always forget – always remember him at 49ers now. Yeah. Uh, but – uh. I mean, outside of Saban and Dabo, who's doing what Stoops has done in Kentucky? I'm not saying people couldn't, but who would do it as well as he has? I mean, can you think of anybody? Honestly, wait, did I'm looking up? Did Kyle Shanahan? Did he coach in the Mike Shanahan's or no Mike? Uh, Mike was the Redskins, and then Kyle was 49ers. Did Kyle never? I don't know. Oh, I guess he didn't. He didn't play in college. Maybe I'm thinking about something else. Uh, were you thinking oh. about Pete Carroll? Maybe because he coached he at coach? USC. Oh yeah, there there was um I was at beat ups one day and there was a um, old old USC game playing and I, I do remember Pete Carroll coaching that game. I don't remember who they were playing. What year was Pete yeah. Carroll there? This is just a learn everything podcast. <laughs> uh, I think he may have been there for that like iconic USC Texas game with Vince Young. Uh I think he was there in like the mid two thousands. Two thousand one through two thousand nine. Okay, yeah. So and then after that he went to Seahawks. So So leading leading off of this, if we had this this thing which is if you could go to one program should we do basketball or football? Both. Both. All right. So we'll do. We'll start with football, which is this president. If you could go to one program and coach in the entire U.S. and we'll, we'll take out. Let's take out. Let's um, take out Kentucky. You. You. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky, because that's like. Yeah. Because that's the obvious choice for both of us. <laughs> yeah. So if we took them out, where would you want to go first? Uh, go coach. If you could go anywhere in the United States. Uh. Okay. This might be like. Like not a popular point of view, but but mm-hmm. but I don't want to go somewhere that has already had a lot of success. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like 
not to be selfish, but I want to be, you know, I want to kind of like Stoops has done, build a program. I mean, not maybe as bad as Kentucky was. So I'm thinking like if I could go anywhere, I'm thinking maybe Auburn. Just because, I mean, oh, you know, because obviously Auburn's always going to be compared to, you know, Alabama just because it's the same state. And and you know people have shown that you can win a title. You know you, you can win a national title at Auburn if if the circumstances are right. And but yeah. they haven't had so much success to where if you were to win you know two championships in four years that you wouldn't be considered like their best coach of all time. So yeah, I mean so you know really good conference, really good uh, fan base who wants to win, and you know and also Auburn's a really good college anyway. So, I would probably say Auburn. That's true. I like that pick. I do. I would – I don't know if they might be my top five, but for – I'm thinking of – I'm not really thinking about culture too much. I'm thinking, which is I feel like where you're going, I'm thinking about, like, fans. I'm thinking of, um, like, program um, – like nice facilities, stuff like that. Right. And I would either put probably maybe Penn State probably up there. Okay. Um, that or I don't even know. Probably what's um maybe Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Penn State or Oregon, probably. At Oregon, you get – Which are weird picks. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, at Oregon, like, you get the 13 different uniform combinations. And uh, – but, I, I mean, I'd probably go with, like, at, at those two, I'd probably go with Oregon, like, for my pick, if I had to pick with me. Another yeah. Because you're on the West Coast, so you're going to – you know, you're going to get to pick out the best West Coast talent, maybe other than USC. And – uh and and no one really cares about you, so you can just kind of sneak into the playoffs nonchalantly. And uh, you could kind of be the five through ten, kind of hanging through there while you're coaching and be okay. Yeah. No, I I mean to me like Oregon's a solid pick. I think okay. So now let's go to basketball. So now I got a basketball pick. Anywhere you can go, where would you want to go? I have a I have a pick that's probably not a good pick, but it's a pick. It's probably not a not a good pick. It's probably a, not a very popular pick. So it's probably gonna be like a rival, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to go with like the same, you know, philosophy that I did for football. Uh, like a school that, you know, has been successful but hasn't had too much success to where you, like you can build it on your own. So yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking Texas. For college basketball. Ooh, that's a very good Because they've had success in the past, but they haven't had too much success. And also, you know, a really big fan base. You know, you know, obviously they're going to join the SEC. Um, and uh, and you can get a ton of money at Texas if you win. And oh, yeah. Texas is just full of basketball. Well, football too, but they're full of a ton of basketball talent. So recruiting, you know, like if you get it going, should be fairly easy. So I'd probably go Texas for basketball. I think that's a I think that's a really good pick. Um, that's a good one. Mine is going to be UCLA. Ooh, mainly mainly because in probably the last ten years, five ten years, they haven't even they haven't really been what they usually are. So you could probably come in, kind of. I mean, 
before Lonzo Ball, the seasons after that, I mean, they didn't really play too well. Right. And even before last year, they didn't play too well. I feel like you can kind of come in, make maybe the six or seven seed in the NCAA tournament and be okay. They have it's the West Coast. I mean, you're in California. They have that culture, but it's not recent, so it's still there. It's still building. It's a nice school. I like the colors. I was gonna say Duke, but then I was like, that's a lot of that's a lot to take that's care of. That's a little too much and that's a little bit too big of a rival. But yeah. I mean, kind of along those same lines though, like I said Texas, but my second choice, which it's kinda of like along those rivalry rivalry lines. I was thinking Indiana too. Uh, really? Yeah. Indiana. I, I, well, I mean I mean obviously they've had a lot of success, so that kinda of goes against what I was saying earlier. But you know, that fan base, if you win, I mean, coming because basketball is king in Indiana. Football, yeah, you know, which, yeah. <laughs> you know, but basketball is king in Indiana. So if you win, then, like, then they'll might as well just crown you governor or king or whatever they want to do. Uh, I, I yeah. mean, they still talk about that win over Kentucky 10 years ago, like like they won the national title. So it's, it's actually going to be – is it going to be nine years ago this year? Because I remember it was December and it'd be 20. Yeah, it would be 10 December years ago 11, this year. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be December at 11. So it'd be 10 years this year. Yeah. And yet they still talk about that win. Like they like beat the 85 Bears or something. So this is crazy. So, I mean, so you can get a lot. I mean, of course, if you lose, you're going to get the wrath too. But if you win, then they will love you and, you know, and obviously, Indiana has a lot of basketball talent, so I'd pr- I'd probably throw Indiana in there second, but Texas is my number one. Also, like North Carolina, because I feel like you're still kind of the the underbelly of Duke. Mm-hmm. You're still kind of the the little brother, even though they've competed. But as of right now, with Roy Williams gone, I mean, Coach K is leaving. I mean, that's crazy. Coach K and Roy Williams. I know. I mean, <laughs> next year, who are we going to be mad at? Tom Crean. <laughs> Tom Izzo. Okay, so here, here's here's honestly, I, I like Tom Izzo more than Tom Cream. Yeah. But if you had to, if you had to go to lunch, ah, we'll say breakfast. If you had to go to breakfast with two people, either Roy Williams or Mike Shashevsky, who would you go to lunch with? Roy Williams all with? day. I cannot. Really? Oh, I can't stand Coach K. I mean, and actually, I think Roy Williams is a good dude. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying Coach K is not a good dude, but. I mean, I feel like because I've like watched. I don't think Coach K is a good dude. Well, fair enough, but <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But I mean, like watching his like post game interviews and stuff. Like Roy Williams seems like a down to earth guy. I mean, I said this a few years ago. Uh, like out of all of like the rivalry coaches, Roy Williams is my favorite, just because I feel like he's a good dude, and I don't know. He he just seems like he'd be fun to talk to. So I. By far, go with Roy Williams over Coach K. That's an interesting pick. I, I, I'd probably say the same thing, but I would like to kind of pick, pick Mychushevsky's brain a little bit. You know, with the team he's got, Team USA. Um, he's been around for since he could probably breathe. So he's got a lot of culture. But so does Roy Williams. They're both kind of like eighty something. Yeah, well, and I mean, and also part of the reason I wouldn't want to talk to Coach K is I think his voice is annoying. So. I wouldn't want to hear him talk for more than two minutes. 
Speaking of Coach K, wasn't it the, oh my gosh, that hilarious like retirement ceremony he had <laughs> last year? Yeah. Where they played that, oh, uh, let me go look it up I on remember, YouTube. You talk while I, I look this oh, up. All right. Uh, no, I, I can't remember the song either, but I remember it was something really corny, which is what Duke does. I don't remember if you remember that, uh, that like Midnight Madness they did a couple years ago where Grayson Allen like came yeah. out and did like the sprinkler, uh, the sprinkler or whatever. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> When it comes to corny, Duke takes the cake. Um, but no. Here it is, here it okay. is, here it is, here it is. You find it? Okay, so this is him, wa- this is him walking out. <laughs> this is him walking up to the podium. And everyone's clapping. There's, there's like maybe 50 people in the room and like 10 are, are standing. Synchronized clapping. <laughs> They say every time, like what the every heck? time we kiss, we feel this moment. <laughs> oh, like what the heck is that? There's no, there's probably fifty people in that room, tender standing and clapping. Like what? Who is that guy? I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of Duke, you see the Paulo Banchero stuff. Him losing seven pounds a game, supposedly. Yeah, I, I, I saw that this morning. Uh, I, I remember in the UK game, he like cramped up a lot, and apparently that has something to do with it. I don't really understand. I don't know if he has a health condition or something, but, it, I think, but it's crazy. I mean, how does he put that muscle or or like that weight back on? I mean, because I feel like if you lose seven pounds a game, you got to put it back on, or else you're going to be a stick. So, I mean, I have I have suspicions. Okay, and I would have to do more research to get into this, but I feel like he's doing drugs. But hey, that's a big that's a big thing to just say. I'm. But I, but I'm I mean, it's very that. suspicious. Like, like I'm not putting my name on that. I, <laughs> they're gonna articles. Ashton Claiborne says Paulo Banchero's on drugs. <laughs> I'm not putting my name next it's to more, that. It's, that's purely him. It's more. That's purely him for anyone listening. A, it's more of a joke, but like, I mean, there's got to be something. Either he's doing, or it has to be like a condition, because you don't just cramp up like that, like naturally. Like they have. I mean, they have all the sports science guys like figuring it out, and he's still doing it. So I'm just like, I'm thinking, what's really going on? Because obviously, if he's cramping in a game, he's cramping in practice. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and I mean, I've only watched two Duke games this year. I watched, uh, I watched, of course, I watched the UK Duke game, and he was cramping up a lot that game. And then last night, he was cramping up again during the Ohio State game. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's not getting enough Gatorade or pickle juice, whatever they use now, but. uh uh, but also I saw he takes like some like like fluid, but like before every game that helps him. Apparently, I I, I don't know. It, it's a really weird situation. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. I like him. I think he's he's a bad. He's like a bad guy. Oh, he, but I, I like. Yeah. He's like a he's like Grayson Allen, but like not Grayson Allen. Yeah, and I don't know. I like just that snarl on his face he gets every time. Ugh. It makes me want to like punch him or something, but <laughs> although I don't think I'd win that fight. It, it it made me upset when I turn nineteen in two days. Happy early birthday. It thank you. Um <laughs> it did make me happy when they told me on ESPN that he turned nineteen a month ago. I was like, you know what? You know what, Paulo, shut up. I don't I don't I don't care. Turn eighteen, turn nineteen, sometime else. Should be twenty now. It's really weird to think about, you know. Now, I mean, like these guys, 
playing in college basketball and college – I mean, like, they're our age. And, I mean, I guess I just haven't really, like, figured that out yet because, like, when I watch TV, I'm like, these guys are, like, my idols. But, like, I mean, but, like, you know they, – They're my age. I mean, you know, they're my age. And, you know, if I was at college right now, I'd see him walking down the hallway. Yeah, well, you know – but it's like Ty Ty Washington is my age. Like I'm, I would be going to the same classes that he's going to, and that's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's just really weird to think about. And then whenever we're older and we're like yelling at the TV, we'll be thinking these guys are like 20 years younger than us. What are we doing? <laughs> um. So for here, when we go to the basketball games, we've gone to a few. You go to the the basketball stadium is right across the street from like not our cafeteria, but like we have like Chick Fil A. We have like a a kind of a chipotle place and they're all in this one place called the bbc and that's right across the street from the stadium and i could literally see both of them like from where i'm sitting in this parking lot it's called the bbc it's called the boswell but like that's short for it the bbc okay and it's literally like right across the street so after like we go to the game we'd go eat and after the games, we go in there, and then the basketball players would like go eat after, and it, like takes everything in me and be like, "You need to calm down. Like these guys aren't as big as superstars as you think they are. Because like <laughs> these guys are like the, like NAIA athletes. I mean, they're pretty. They're really good. But I mean, like I said, like I'm like I want to go talk to them, but like I can't talk to them. That's weird. This is like not the kind of school that you just like go talk to guys like that. Because I mean, they we just watch them play, and I feel like I'm watching a D1 basketball team play, and I see them walk into where I eat and I'm like, what the heck? What are they doing here? <laughs> and, and and when it turns out they're just normal people. I know. I mean, we don't think about it. It's weird. Sometimes we don't think of these guys as people, but I mean, like they're just normal people who just happen to play basketball or, you know, or football or whatever they play, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know why we do that. Now I'm almost speechless thinking about it, but, uh, uh, I mean, like celebrities, like I mean, they're just people, but for some reason we I go. People look at me. Hope. We, we go, go insane whenever we see these. I don't know. It's weird. I um man, yeah, I hope people think about me like that when um they see me playing lacrosse and they're like, oh, Bastion. Oh, hey, look, we're Bastion Bastion in the cafeteria eating his chickens. We <laughs> go talk to him. But yeah, that's um, man, that's all we had. We talked about it a lot. Is there anything else we uh you have on your mind you want to get out on this season two point one? I mean, I feel like we should acknowledge that Kentucky went nine and three a little bit more. You know, I mean, we kind of you know we kind of we could we kind of did glance over. Yeah, that. I mean, I feel like that's pretty pretty big, don't you? <laughs> it just makes me mad that we lost uh, Tennessee, Tennessee and who else did we lose to? We lost Georgia, Tennessee. Mississippi State, and I feel like we could have, we couldn't have won Georgia. Like no. I, I understand people say Georgia is a monster that I, I believe that Alabama is going to get spanked, but yes, I mean, I you can always see. But um, no Kentucky, that's nine and three. If you told me at the beginning of the year we'll be nine and three, I'd be extremely happy. Now I'm a little, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm kind of like, come on, we could have been ten and two, been eleven and one. Well, I mean. I feel the same way. I mean, had you told me at the beginning of the season that we would have been 9-3, and three, I would have been really happy. But I also would have assumed that those losses were Florida, LSU, Georgia. But but because they were Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, it's like I'm happy, but I'm also a little disappointed because I feel like we could have yeah. been better. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, but at the same time, it is. It's really cool that we beat LSU in Florida. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, like that. Those two weeks, like beating Florida, then beating LSU, and and then the lead up into the Georgia game. I mean, we were never going to win that game, but just trying to come up with a scenario that we could. Uh, like those, like two and a half. Just trying to like, just trying to. Exactly, exactly. Like those two weeks were probably my favorite, like, span of being a UK football fan ever. Just because I think because so. We got to, and even after we lost to Georgia, there was still a scenario had we handled our business against Mississippi State and Tennessee, where we could be in the playoff conversation right now. Probably not in it, but just because you know. There'll be some conference champions with one loss and twelve wins, but yeah, but I mean, we could have been in the like. To me, if we would have beaten Mississippi State and Tennessee, we'd probably be ranked sixth right now. Six, yeah, I, I think we'd be ranked six. We'd be behind Georgia, Michigan. No, hang on, probably no, because I think yeah, let's say six. I don't know. Uh, they may rank Ohio State over us just because we're Kentucky, but yeah, uh, but it'd probably be, um, it'd be Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, and then I and then I'd say Kentucky six, and then Notre Dame seven, Ohio State eight, and so on and so forth. And Pete, and it just sucks that we're not there. Yeah, and I, like Matt Jones. Matt Jones said today. I mean, if they extended the eleven, the twelve playoffs, and we beat Tennessee and we beat Mississippi State, we're we're in oh, that. Yeah. We're easily in. I that. I mean, honestly, if we just beat one of those teams, we might have still have been in it. I mean, we we probably could have lost one of those and still been in. But which that just which stinks. that's coming. I mean, I, I mean the twelve team playoff is coming at some point. But when that happens. There is no reason that Kentucky cannot make the playoff at some point. I mean, we probably would have made it in 2018. And then this year, we might have made it had we won one more game. So, you know, I mean, like, it is what it is. And, I mean, to me, next season could be even better just because of all the guys I think we'll have coming back. But I think we could be – I think we can also be nine and three next year too, like legitimately, maybe even ten and two. Yeah, I mean, I think we play. I think our West opponent is Ole Miss next year, which will be. I mean, and Ole Miss, that'll be a test. Uh, that'll be a it'll, test. It'll be a test, but you know they lose Matt Corral, which is you know obviously like a big part of their success. Um, but and then of course we'll have the normal East schedule in Mississippi State. So, I mean. I think there's a scenario where we could be right back in this situation next year. Uh, and, you know, of course, that's assuming that we get some guys back, uh, which I think Levis is coming back. I think we will. Yeah, I mean, to me, Levis is coming back. Uh, I think Chris Rodriguez is coming back. I think Wan- – I don't think Wondell. Wondell's probably gone. Uh, but uh, we're getting uh, Taj Harris from Syracuse, who's a good receiver. And then, um, and then I think we'll probably get some more receivers in the portal. And then we, we we have some pretty good young receivers too. And then you know, you know, Cummings will be another year in. Uh, you know, like the the tight end. Yeah, cu- yeah, tight end. And uh, and then not Cummings. Cummings not a tight end, is he? Who's the Who's our tight end? What's his name? Cummings. 
Well, and then Riggs. That's our tight end. Well, yeah. Riggs. Riggs will be gone. Uh, but we'll have Cummings. Um, we'll have Bates. We'll have um, we'll have Dingle. Uh, so, like, we'll have some guys. And then defensively, that's – I mean – I don't think I don't think that we were that impressive defensively this year. Um, I really don't think we were either. No, and the thing is though is that all those guys were seniors, so I mean like they'll all be gone. <laughs> but uh, I mean, but I'm not really that devastated that they'll be gone because they weren't really that good. Uh, I mean, uh, square. Our secondary was horrible. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I mean, they of were course, terrible. like we'll really miss Pascal and uh, and. Uh, Mark Juan McCall, because they're probably both gone. Um, yeah. But then I've heard that Jacquez Jones is probably coming back. And then Vito Tisdale's back. Vito's back. I think he'll be a lot better. And then Square will probably be back. Uh, and then uh, Valentine will be back. And then we'll have to figure out what's going on with the secondary. So, but I mean, you know, there's a whole off. And then, of course, we'll get some transfer portal guys who will have experience. So, I feel really good about where Kentucky's at, and I feel even better now that Stoops is saying so. I think I think we're in a really good spot for the next few years, in my opinion. Yeah. And now, of course, whenever Oklahoma and Texas get here, I think things can get a little bit tougher for us. But for now, Texas good. stinks. Texas is horrible. Yeah, I mean, t- yeah, t- t- but you know, Texas is still going to get you know Texas caliber players, even when they suck. So yeah, but you know it's it's like just about the coaching, and right now, I mean, I thought Sark was going to be a really good choice. Now, granted, like it's just one year, but it's not off to a great start. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just excited for those two teams to get in the SEC. Even though I don't want to see them play, I'm excited for them to play. Like I'm tired of them playing, you know, TCU, Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah. Crap like that. I'm, I want them to play the, Alabama. The only time they play in big games is when they play each other. Exactly. Well, what, well, I guess that's kind of dumb to say. Well, not really dumb, but because the Big Twelve title games, Oklahoma State, Baylor this year. But <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, who is your top four? Like, all right, like not going into this weekend, but who do you think will be in the playoff? Like after this weekend, I think it'll be Georgia one. Michigan, two. I think Michigan will beat Iowa. I think it'll be Cincinnati, three. And then I don't even know, four. I think it'll probably be Alabama. But if they lose, they might put Oklahoma in if they beat Baylor or even Notre Dame. I think Cincinnati's three just because – They've gone undefeated these last two seasons, and they're undefeated now. I mean, you kind of have to let them in at this point, even though they're going to get curb stomped. Those are my four. So your four is uh, Georgia, uh, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama? Probably either Alabama, Oklahoma State, or Bay, or, um, or Notre Dame. Uh or if I actually I think Baylor's going to be Oklahoma State, so I think it might be for that four spot: Alabama, Baylor, or Notre Dame. So, do you think? Do you think Georgia beats Alabama? Yes, I think Georgia kills Alabama, but I think it'll be closer than people think. So you think even though they have two losses, they'd put Alabama in over like a one-loss Notre Dame? 
I don't think they will because they never ever put a two loss team in the college playoffs. So I'm thinking it'll be either Baylor or Notre Dame, but I'm really not sure. I have no clue. <laughs> Baylor has think? two losses already. So. Oh, then it then Oklahoma State. So, so you think Oklahoma State will beat Baylor? I thought Baylor was going to be Oklahoma State, but if it's if Baylor already has two losses, which I didn't know about, I think it might be Oklahoma State or Notre Dame. Okay, I got you. Uh, my four is Georgia because they'll beat Alabama. Uh, then two yeah. is Michigan because they'll beat Iowa. Three, Cincinnati because they'll beat Houston. And then four, Oklahoma State because they'll beat Baylor. Yeah? Yeah. So, so Georgia – wait, say it again. So Georgia uh, – Georgia one, Michigan two. Cincinnati three, and then Oklahoma State four. However, like I could see a scenario where just for I don't know why, but like I could see Oklahoma State jumping Cincinnati like in the rankings, and it'd be Georgia one, Michigan two, Oklahoma State three, Cincinnati four. But either way, like like I think that'll be the four. What order it goes in, we'll see. But that's my four. I think that's a pretty reasonable four. I don't know if Oklahoma State. Brings in a lot of money being in the college football playoffs. Cincinnati doesn't either, so you know. Yeah, that is true. That but is true. yeah, I mean, like honestly, like I'm tired of the. I mean, because it seems like the past four or five years, it's been the same four. It's been Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and this year we're not going to get any of those four. Maybe so. So I think that it would be good. I think I think we made two good. I think those are pretty good predictions. I think those are good predictions that'll happen. I don't know if Notre Dame's gonna really jump in. Uh, FYI, like if y'all can hear my mother in the background, I apologize. <laughs> What's she doing back there? She's on the phone, and the thing, like at my new house, like the setup, like our computers in the dining room, so I can't really like mm-hmm. go anywhere and like like for full peace and quiet. So this is kind of what I'm dealing with. <laughs> well, we're both there because I'm also in a parking lot. Yeah, so. you know, I, we work, you know, we work with what we is. got. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, but as far as the playoff goes, uh, ratings probably won't be as good just because of the teams in it, but, but no, but I think a Georgia Michigan title game like would be like really good ratings. And I think it'd be a good game. I think too. it will too. Uh, I mean, cause to me, I think, sorry, go ahead. I think Michigan no, – I think Georgia will easily win it all, but I think it'll probably be Georgia-Michigan in the finals. Yeah, which, Unless Michigan loses to Iowa. So I mean, if Michigan loses to Iowa, then I think, like, chaos. I mean, Alabama's in. Chaos. If Michigan – this would be a really bad scenario for the committee. If, if Michigan lost to Iowa and then Cincinnati lost to Houston and, and Georgia beat Alabama – because then, in that scenario, a two-loss team is probably getting in, which which I think it'll be Alabama. Which out of all those teams, they'd probably put Alabama in, uh, or maybe they might even sneak Ohio State back in there, just because why not? Really? Maybe. I mean, I mean, or Michigan might even stay safe. I don't know, but uh, but to me, I mean, to me, the only team that has set in stone locked in their playoff spot is Georgia. Win or lose. I think Georgia can even I, – I think Georgia could lose and still get Yeah, it. I mean, to me, win or lose, Georgia's in the playoffs no matter what. So, and then two through four, 
it, you know, like if they were to lose, then then they might not be in. So, to me, the only team that's playing with house money this weekend is Georgia. I agree. I think you're right. I think I don't think Georgia has anything really to worry about. I think they're they can just go out there and play how they play. And I think they'll. I mean, I think Alabama's good. Don't get me wrong, but Georgia's just. Another level. I mean, and you saw in the Auburn game that, you know, this isn't an Alabama offense that is just going to go up and down the field and put points on you if you have an elite defense. You know, there are times where an Alabama offense can put up points on you no matter, you know, how good your defense is. But, yeah, but this isn't one but of them. Yeah, this is not one of those teams. And in Georgia's defense is, you know, light years ahead of Auburn's defense. Not saying Auburn's defense is bad, but, you know, um. So I think Iron Bowl is just the Iron Bowl. I yeah. don't know if that was really a. I think that might have been a fluke game. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. No, uh, I mean, to me, Alabama will not score more than seventeen points on Saturday. Really? Yeah. I mean, seventeen is the high end of what they'll score. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But say o- over under thirty five points for. Like for the whole game, yeah, over, because I think that yeah, because I think Georgia will put up like twenty four to twenty eight. Hmm. I yeah, because I don't think Alabama's defense is as elite as it used to be. Yeah, well, but it's still. Really I, good. I mean, they have the they have the best defensive player in the country in Will Anderson, but but their defense is that that linebacker guy, yeah. like defensive end guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, linebacker. Uh, he leads the nation in sacks, I think. I think, uh, but um, but he is the best defensive player in the country. But as far as Alabama's defense as a whole, it's it's not the Alabama defense that you know that we're used to seeing. Also, their quarterback's like five eight. So. <laughs> I mean, shout out shout out to Short Kings. Hey, 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 I'm five eight. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong. Being no problem with there it. Ain't, N- nothing wrong. There's, with there's it. nothing wrong being five eight. You know. It, you know, except for when your girlfriend's taller than you. But I don't have one. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's true. But uh, good for me. Caroline's only five three. <laughs> really? Little, t- little. T- she's tiny. I didn't realize she was that tiny. <laughs> I'm six one. She's five three. I don't know. I mean, I guess I never really noticed. Shout her. out to Caroline. Shout out to Caroline. I haven't seen her in forever. Hope she's doing well. Uh, she's just living it up at college. It's like she's at Western, right? Yeah. Shout out. Doing her thing. Shout out to Western. <laughs> um, Shout out Western Kentucky. Yeah, like go, uh, go tops. Um, Hell toppers. Hell toppers. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about the NFL at all, did we? No, I was about to say we could say that for next week and just maybe have an NFL show. Okay, but let me say, Browns, Baker, what's going on here? <laughs> Like we got to figure it out. Who do they play this week? Uh, we're because we can we can definitely talk about them next. Thank week. the Lord. We're kind of we're kind of running over. Thank the Lord, like we're on a bye week. We needed it more than anything. We're on a bye week this week. The I have a lot of my friends here are Browns fans. Oh yeah, because they're from Ohio. So it's it's funny hearing them. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: like my Baker Mayfield jersey is hanging on to thin ice right now. Why are we playing him? He, he's I mean, sorry to rant, but I, sorry I have to for a second. Uh, yeah, you're good. Why are we playing? Ba- he's obviously hurt, and the only I mean, 
like I'm, who's the who's the backup? Case Keenum, not bad. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I mean, as a Vikings fan, you should know that Case Keenum's not bad. He, he led y'all to your most successful season in years. Uh, Let me pull it up real quick. But uh, I'm miracle. But I mean, I have been a Baker supporter this whole time, and and I still am to a degree. But I mean, he's already limited in a way. He's even more limited yeah. when he's uh, when his knee's about to fall off and his shoulders hanging on by you know a thread. Why are we? Is, what was he as limited as Aaron Rodgers on Sunday? No. Oh, well, yes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and his and his little toe. And his little toe. <laughs> that was funny, but I and also man, man, the brand, I I like Kevin Stefanski. He's a good coach. Most undisciplined team I've ever seen. Penalties. We had. I, I, I'm sorry to rant because I know you want to end this, but uh, you're good. But we'll get, we'll get more into this next week. But go ahead. But I don't know, like if you watch the uh, Sunday night game or not, uh, like like with the Browns Ravens. But we, oh, um, all I know is I got. Four different notifications telling me that Lamar Jackson threw an interception, and I was like, "The Browns have to be up by like 50 And we at this lost. Point. And I look, and they're, and they're down. I mean, uh, but I mean, it's weird because we have weeks where our defense looks like we're finally hitting our stride, and then that week our offense can't do anything, and then there's weeks where our offense yeah. looks like okay, we're starting to get something going, and then our defense gives up forty. So we we cannot put together a, a complete performance. To save our lives, we almost lost the Lions at home by three with Tim Boyle at quarterback. I mean, we and and yet we're still like right in the hunt in the AFC, which makes I mean honestly, I'd rather either be really bad or really good. I don't like this middle of the pack because it just makes me nervous. Which I know as a Vikings fan, that's where you live, so you probably know. Where hey, you're hey, 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 we're in the playoffs right now. It, yeah, because you're in the that's NFC, uh, which yeah, which actually like. <laughs> Like I think that NFC team will win the Super Bowl, but like they're really top heavy. Um, but very top heavy. But I don't know, like if you saw the Sunday game or not. But there were back to back plays where we had twelve men on the field. Literally, we came out. <laughs> uh, I think it was on fourth down, so it was special teams. We came out with twelve men on the field. We called timeout, and then brought twelve men back onto the field. <laughs> How does that happen? How does that? That's some brown stuff. How does that happen? All right, you you notice your mistake, you call timeout, and then you send the same twelve guys back out there. <laughs> How does that happen? And then we, you know, penalties were awful at, uh, like I think we lead the league in roughing the passer penalties, and I mean, we're, you know, we just at Miles Garrett. Hey, Miles, hey, shout out to Miles Garrett. He's like the only person who I like right now. Uh, but um, but we got penalties. We we can't figure out how many men you're supposed to have on the field in a football game. Uh, our our offense can't move the ball to save their life, and when they can, the defense can't stop anybody to save their life. So we just got a lot of problems, and yet here we are at six and six, still with an opportunity to make the playoffs. So it is what it is. But like that's my Browns rant of the night. I'm just happy Steven Stefanski's gone. The Vikings didn't need him, obviously. Yeah, I mean, they obviously didn't need them sitting there at five and six. Uh, we need to get rid of Kirk Cousins. Actually, I'm going to be honest, every game that we've lost has been less than seven. 
I mean, Cousins is having a good year. He is. So is Thielen. So is – I mean, Dalvin Cook is – Yeah, that, that sucks about Cook. Can't stay healthy to save his life. Uh, but, shout, I mean, our, shout out to Justin Jefferson. I mean, you know. I mean, oh, my gosh. What a what a guy. What a rookie. I, I, Not a rookie anymore. I mean, he's the reason why my fantasy team is going to win the title. He is very – yeah, mine too. I'm well, – let's – oh, so you know what? We'll talk about this for a second. Okay. So I have a lacrosse fantasy team with all the freshmen. Right. And if you lose – they have this like Spider-Man suit and you can either wear it to three sporting events or one day at classes. So I, whatever, nothing, nothing wrong here. I didn't even mind it. Well, my team, let me go look at it. Let me look at the ratings real quick. My team is currently three and nine. I am the worst. Um, just barely the worst team in the league, and I'm probably going to lose this week. Actually, yeah, because, dang it. Why is Devontae Adams on a bye? Yeah, I know. Like, I have him, too. Rip, rip, rip. Once again, if 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 y'all can hear my mom, I apologize because she just keeps walking around <laughs> the house thinking that I'm not – I told her that, that I was doing this, and she said I'll be quiet, and she's not being quiet. <laughs> so – she just sounds like she's ranting back there. That's funny. Oh, okay. So you can't hear it. Awesome. Mom. No, but it's not really. It's not awful. No, boy. All right. Uh, no, but like fantasy. I'm eight and four. Jeez. Uh, no, I'm three and nine. Like I'm in a league with um, Tyler Sparks, uh, Colin Nicholson. Uh, Is that the 50 game? Yeah. The 50 league? Yeah. 50 bucks to get in. Winner takes home 400. The second place gets to or 100. Uh, and and loser has to make a TikTok account and uh, and has to post a dance every day until they reach 100 followers. Oh wow! So that's brutal. So thank the Lord I'm not. Thank the Lord I've already clinched my playoff spot because I because the TikTok dancing is not you know it's not what I'm good at. I mean I'm not good at a lot of things, so, but TikTok dancing is so very good. low on that list. Who's currently in last? Uh, I think Cole Trailer. Let me make sure. Oh, that's because actually, like he that is well, actually, like he beat me last week, so I can't say much. Uh, Fantasy is oh, okay. No, it's a crazy guy. Okay, so the guy who's in last place, uh, well, I we don't even know him, but uh, Braden Johnson, uh, he's the one who like he's our commissioner. Um, like he knew him, Braden Johnson, like our grade, Braden Johnson, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I know Brady. Yeah, uh, so he, uh, he he always d- does our leagues, uh, like he always like starts them, and so he asked one of his friends to join, and he kind of quit halfway through the season, so he's two and ten, so we're just not even considering him. So, in terms of who's going to do TikTok right now, Cole's in last place. So shout out to Cole. Jeez, oh, that's crazy. But that's what. Yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'm fine with wearing the Spider-Man suit. It wouldn't be that awful, <laughs> but it's still gonna be pretty bad. Yeah, but uh, but also, I lost Christian McCaffrey for the season, so I'm Ooh, I'm pretty heartbroken yikes. about that. So now my running backs are James Conner, Kareem Hunt, and I did have a uh, Chuba Hubbard ready to go just in case McCaffrey got hurt. So you know, it. But it it is what it is. That's that's a good team. I like that team. Uh, Mahomes is but, my quarterback. 
And then my uh, really what's been keeping me going good is my receivers. My receivers are Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Two very solid pickups. Exactly. I have Devontae Adams on both of my teams. So I, I, like, like, I kind of got lucky with Devontae because uh, Colin traded him to me. Uh, I had uh, I had Aaron Jones. And, uh, if I remember the trade correctly, I think it was I traded him Aaron Jones. Uh, Jerry, Judy, and uh, Corey Davis uh, okay. for uh, Devontae Adams and James Conner. So, Not a bad pickup at all. So, I mean, nothing gets Colin, but I think I got the better end of that deal. Shout out to Colin. Some though. people are trying to trade. <laughs> people are trying to snag – my Devontae Adams, but I like to keep it. Nah, all right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap up all here. Right, right. <laughs> but we'll definitely we can talk more NFL next week if you try to tune in. But I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, season two point two point one, we're back. Hopefully, um, Braden, great to have you join me. Yes, sir. Again, it's always good to be here. It's always good to do our podcast, fulfill our dreams, and hopefully be good enough to be in a league with the big dogs one day. It's coming. But until then. It's coming. Uh, yep. But until then, we're just sitting in the parking lot. And in the Nothing wrong with that, though. With your mom ranting in the in background. The dining- Nothing. Moms are always on the phone. Yeah. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom. Too. But, uh, yeah. I appreciate everybody listening. If you, need, if you have any suggestions, anything, my Facebook's always open or my Twitter Somebody can probably find my phone number out there somewhere. It's not too hard. A lot of gas station posts if you're on his Facebook. Oh, just just be prepared. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, everything, uh, everything good. We're back. I'm tired and um, and yeah, that'll. Well, um, at the end of this podcast, just so everybody's aware, I'm gonna put the sound of the Minnesota Miracle, and that'll just slowly fade out in the background. So you'll hear Joe Buck in just a second. So. Well, Keenum's going to try to work the ball on the boundary. Keenum steps into it. Pass is caught. Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it! see Marcus Williams here he has a shot I'm not sure really what he's thinking Joe he comes in he's got him dialed in and he just all he's got to do is make a play and even if he catches it you tackle him in bounds the game is over and I know Diggs he's he's catching this he's expecting somebody to hit him and he turns around heck nobody's there and he's off to the races and it's pandemonium 61 brilliant yards for Stefan Diggs And Case Keenum has just taken the Minnesota Vikings to the NFC Championship game in a game.